Good evening and welcome again to another episode of the C-List Villains, your cultivators of the comic culture. I'm your host, AJ. We've got Luke and Red in the building. E-Man uh, is not available tonight. What are you, what are you doing, Red? Did that, did that finally show up? Finally. All right, cool. Uh, E-Man's not in the building. He might join in a little bit, but uh, right now you got the three of us. Good evening, fellas. What is up? How's everyone's weekend? Hot. It was hot, or still is hot, actually. Hot, yeah. Just trying to stay indoors. Drink a lot, plenty of fluids. It sucks up here. <laughs> well, how's the how's the weather down there in SoCal? And then in it, Portland, it's pretty pretty rough out here. I was. I had to actually work Saturday outside, so I was, it's pretty rough. But hey, 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 you were working outside the, not your place. No, I was like, uh, I had to do something for my actual work. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, go to like a site-specific job. Yeah, pretty much. What about you, Luke? We hit over ninety for the first time this year. So. That's right. No AC for any house in North, in uh, Portland. Well, we bought. We did get AC this year. Yeah, didn't you like install a whole? Um, oh like, yeah, heat pump, AC, whole thing. Yeah. How does yeah, it feel? Nobody, had, nobody has air conditioning in Oregon, but we didn't want to suffer another summer. So. Or is it like a like a whole central AC air conditioning? Yeah, it's a full full everything. Shit. How does it feel to have AC now? Oh man, livable. It's so wait, l- let me ask you then: In the previous summers, was it doable? But now it's just getting too crazy. Yeah, we getting yeah. We got up to one sixteen last summer, and uh, yeah, you can't. Yeah, with no AC in your house, can't do it. Yeah, it's crazy. We were like sitting in the river. In like chairs in the river. <laughs> yeah, are you close to the river? Uh, like three miles. Three miles. Okay. All right. For some reason, I thought you had a pool, though. I guess not. No, I'm not pool. Yeah. Nobody has pools up here. It rains so it rains all. Hey, he has a wading pool, like those little kiddie pools. Yeah, little kiddie pools. I <laughs> see. Uh, Red, did you do anything? No, no, it was too hot to do anything. I, I had like all this thing planned out for the weekend to go organize my books in Funko to, to start, you know, putting them on the market. But then I gave up around 11 a.m. just because it hit about 94 degrees already in the house. So I'll just put it off for next week when it gets a little bit cooler. Oh, you didn't, you didn't blast your AC? I have the window unit. Even then, it was it's still hard to keep up with it being 104 outside. So I was lucky enough to get at least cooled down to 85 degrees in, indoors in the one room. Wow. I thought you had central AC for some reason. I do, I do, but I haven't got my solar attached yet, so I have to wait for that. Then I can bleed off the AC as much as I want because then I'm actually putting more into the system than taking out. Gotcha, gotcha. I, well, Reg, you saying that you're getting ready to sell off your Funko's account. It, there's a, there's some kind of crazy thing happening. People, everyone's trying to sell their collections right now. Well, it's not, it's like the money thing for me. It's, it's, it's space. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, for whatever reason, I'm just, I can't even keep up right now with how many people, how many messages I'm getting people wanting, um, looking to sell. Oh yeah, I, I think you know they they're all kind of hard up for cash because gas is up and the price of food is up, but most of the time it's just you know for me or at least for anybody else in our, our in our little uh, hobby is is space. It's lacking yeah. lacking of that. Yeah, I would say I I've been thinking about well I'm not thinking I have been slowly moving some of my stuff. Uh, as far as Funko, just space-wise, it does take up a lot. 
So, yeah. I understand the uh, the pain. Well, I know your back room is just stacks and stacks of boxes and, and, and collectibles. So it's like, okay. <laughs> it's Plus, you're on the second floor. So yeah. There's going to be a lot of stuff that you need to move just to clear out that, that room itself. And I think you have a few more, but that's all undisclosed locations. Yeah. Yeah. Not everything <laughs> is here. So. Well, they're all buried somewhere next to the blue meth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so with San Diego Comic Con approaching, um, we wanted to give in, give our our uh, information that we've got about some San Diego stuff, particularly some uh, San Diego Comic Con DC news. Uh, Red, would you want to? Would you like to enlighten us on this? Yeah, yeah. They 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 released a couple of exclusives, especially for Funko. Here, let me let me grab this. The screen for you here. Are we going Funko or DC News? Oh, you want to go DC News? Okay, all right. Give me a sec here. Let me stop this. There. I'll just do. Uh, I'll do we'll, Funko. Let me change that then. The, 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 no, I'll change it to Funko News. Oh, Funko. Okay, all right, Funko. Go we'll on the collectible scene first. Oops, where am I at here? There's just too much. No, not that one. I don't Okay, so uh, you, know, you know how hard it is to get into the lottery system as far as like the Funko uh, booth is concerned. And now it's going to even be harder because you know, there's a lot of shared exclusives that are with each store that's listed above. What you got the Amazon, the Box Lunch, the Team of Earth, Walmart, uh, GameStop, Target, Hot Topic, to Tokyo, and FYE. Uh, but your Funko Web, they, these are the sluices that you'll be uh, uh, gunning for if you attend the Comic-Con, uh, which is right here. Uh, it's pretty s small compared to previous years, but I think the most sought-after ones will probably be this uh, Squid Games figure and probably the Donatello Power Ranger. That's, I think that's going to be the hot item for that convention. Uh, okay. As far as the other shared exclusives, you have Jumpman, which is Rodney already gunning for the Serpentor and the uh, Unicron Pops from GameStop, which, I, if I'm not mistaken, these will also go up for free order. Uh, on their website for GameStop, and and I think there's there's gonna be a booth there at San Diego. Where for which which store? Uh, GameStop. No, there won't be a GameStop. Booth. Okay, so th these are just gonna be online exclusives. Then. Yeah. Uh, right. So you're not missing much on, on Funko unless you have a certain. Uh, I guess property or, or show movie that you like and you know eventually they do license those particular shows out to make Funkos of. Um, you know, it's 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 like it's like collecting beanie babies, but I think the value of these things won't go down won't depreciate faster than the, the, the beanie baby market. And I, I'm gonna have to push back just a little bit on that. I'll tell you why. Beanie Babies was specific, like just animals, right? And this and Funkos have have broken into the pop culture lexicon. So, um, and they and for the most part, a lot of Funkos do look cool. Um, and maybe if Beanie Babies, I, I you know people always like to compare it to Beanie Babies, but it, it's it's not. And the people think that Funko's gonna go away. I mean, they just bought Mondo. And Mondo's a big, um, they're really popular when it comes to movie posters and, and the like. So they're not going anywhere anytime soon. At least the Funko main company or brand right. itself. Well, the majority of the Funko will probably depreciate from what, when you bought it from, especially the common ones. 
But when it comes down to exclusives, I think because of the rarity or the, the limited run of those productions, they're they're always their value is going to remain high, especially if they're really sought after. Yeah. And Beanie Babies never broke into. Um, they never marketed to men. That's true. Yeah. Only women and uh, kids. Yeah, and they were only sold at what at at, at Hallmark. I don't know where they I, were sold. I have no idea. I'm a <laughs> Here they were sold at only Hallmark stores. I didn't see them anywhere else. All right. Um, let me give you what I personally think are going to be valuable. Oh. Um, we'll start from the bottom row. Okay. Uh, we're at the bottom row. Okay. Go ahead. So, I think. Um, that the, the second character that's um what's his name um from loki right the um yep yep the man who shall remain i think it was or, or yeah or, i think as far as marvel collectors that will be popular um he -Man, what no go ahead go, continue he there's a lot of he-man and people love he-man but i don't know if he-man's going this particular i mean it is a different he-Man figure, uh, but there's just so many He-Mans out there, so that's tough to say. Leo is definitely going to be a hit. Uh, Silk, um, Silk, I would say is going to be a big hit. That's going to be, that's going to go up in value. I'm going to say the um, Demon Slayer is going to go up in value. Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, if you go to the top, the second row to the right next to Goku. Um, penguin is going to be a seller. I like that penguin. Yeah. And I think the Serpentor and the Transformer are going to be a hit. Those are going to sell out fast. Yeah. Now, um, Chewy, or well, not Chewy, but um, what's his name? Black Chrysanthemum. That's tough to say. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be used again. If, if they continue using this character, I could see that figure going up in value. Um, I don't think, well, I don't know. Maybe the, um, I don't know about uh, that Pokemon one, to tell you the truth. Uh, Charizard or Charmander? Yeah, it's coin flip for me. Well, it's metallic. And, you know, that that's a niche uh, collection right there. Yeah, but whether it will go up in value, I don't know. I'm sure it'll be it'll be sought after, but as far as like going up in value, I, I that I don't know. Okay. Um, Donatello on that next row is going to go up, especially if you have the Leo, because they're they're going to do Raphael Michelangelo eventually. So you're gonna, you're going to have to be prepared for the set at, at some point. Of course, there's going to be well, you got the purple and the actually uh, the the black and the blue ranger right now. Raphael's gonna be red. Uh, I guess Michelangelo's gonna be yellow. Yeah, possibly. Um, now, the thing about the Stranger Things and the Squid Game, those could be like those twelve-inch ones, right? So that right there, I don't know if they're gonna. I don't think Squid Games is gonna go up in value. To tell you the truth, I think it might. You hit initially, but over time, that won't be anything like that's really sought after. Okay. Um, on the next row, in, in all honesty, maybe the um, the clock from Loki. From Loki, but that that's that's a coin flip in my opinion. Why aren't you talking about the Scarlet Scarab? Come on now. The who? Scarlet Scarab. Where? Right there, right, right next to Kyle. Top row. <laughs> He's getting there. Oh, yeah, I haven't gone to the top row yet. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, so I don't know about the Loki clock. That's a coin flip for me. And then the top row, uh, ASM, and then you're going to get that um, My Hero Actually, I would say 
all of them on that top row are going to be really sought after. I don't know who that second to last person is, though. I don't know who that is. Uh, is that ShamWild guy? No. Is that Billy Mays? No, that's not Billy Mays. I it's can't tell who that is. Uh, it's Universal Television. I think it's. Uh, I think it's from. Uh, what's that one show with Leslie Nope? Parks and Rec. Is it? Oh. Um, Jam. Doctor the Dentist. Uh, I'm not quite sure. Uh, there's a somewhere on there. The comedian guy. You got Jam. It kind of looks like him. Or Rob Swanson. Not Rob Swanson. Uh, let's see. Uh, Walmart. Was that Walmart? That was Walmart. Uh, that would be. Yeah, Jeremy Jam. Jeremy Jam. I got the. I got it right. Yeah. Yeah. You got jammed. I guess they did a pretty good job on that one. Who? I don't even know who that is. So, I don't know the popularity of that, that character. He was like the. As much of a villain as they could get on that show. Okay. You never watched Parks and Rec? No. I mean, it went off the air in 2015, so it's been a while. Maybe even before that, maybe 2014. Uh, it was a few years after they, they the end of The Office. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know anything about that. Um, that that trooper, the Star Wars trooper, that will... I don't know, I think, I feel like I've seen that before, so I, I don't really know about that one. What, was it, what trooper is that, does it say? Yeah, it's the uh, the android trooper, I think. Because they've made that trooper before. That's just a different style of that trooper. So, uh, Purge Trooper. Yeah, they've, they've done that trooper before. So I don't know if that one's going to be as sought after as the other ones. But I would say maybe about a third of them will probably go up in value. So how about a... Uh, uh, America Chavez here. Yeah, uh, everything in that top row except for the last two. Okay. Chavez. Yeah. Because I right. know that the 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 Moon Knight character, when that got released, there was a lot of heat on that. Everyone wanted to get that because that was like the first one released. So she's not in the com she's not in any comics, so that's oh, a completely not, oh. yeah completely new character. Uh, Which I think they give her a headpiece. Why didn't they give her like a cool? Scarab? Yeah, that would have been cool. That that's the only grip I would say. I think it would have been harder on the, on the mold. That's something so like boring, that. though, because she just looks like the Falcon. She looks like the female Falcon with the because the Falcon has the same, you know. Yeah, wings. Yeah, it, it could have been the same body mold for that too. It's a little bit few slight differences. But there isn't one that really, really, really stands out, though. That's the only thing. You know My favorite the is the Yellow Sonic, for sure. I like that Yellow Sonic. Yeah, and it goes in the dark. Yeah. I know. I like that one a lot. I want to try and get that one for my kid. All right. For his, for his birthday. So it's, think, a, it's a Walmart, so that's going to be, I think, yeah. Walmart's one of the easier websites to get. Yeah. Oh, you just get on the website? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it'll be oh, released okay. the same day as, as Comic-Con, I, I think. But that's how it worked out last time. Yeah. That's awesome. What's that skateboard? Is that an actual skateboard? Yeah, it's a skate deck. That's kind of cool. It's not like a plastic Funko Pop skate deck. It's like a no, I'm pretty sure it's a skate deck because I looked, I saw that posted before. Dude, I'm so bummed. I bought, um, I bought the promotional skateboard for Naomi, the TV show, and uh, it got canceled already. <laughs> Like, dang it! What? Well, I think that they might be able to. I mean, like for what it's worth, Naomi is is a. It's it's not like a grade A comic book, but she has a following in the comic books. So, yes, yeah, just got to get the right writer to flush her out. Um, I mean, that's kind of. <laughs> I David Walker is a pretty good writer. Him and Bendis, but uh, 
I can I, see. Maybe she does see some pressure. I, I feel like with Bendis, he's he's great at introducing characters, but as an overall arc, it, it's he, it's hard for him to maintain like sustainability as far as popularity. He, he start. He is an amazing starter. He's one yeah. of the best starters in in the industry in comic book history. Maybe the best starter of all time. But I agree that. Um, over time, it does because I think yeah. you start something and then hands it off, and then start something else, hands it off, and the people just can't sustain what he what he brought. Yeah. And here's yeah, a picture of uh, Jeremy Jam. So uh, according to Ashen, he's the opposing government guy. So anything that that Leslie Nope uh, proposes, that he's always against. That's the problem. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. For sure. <laughs> That's uh, bingo. All right. Bingo. Okay, and now to uh, Comic Con news. Give me a sec here. Let me get the other screen. Where's my? Oh, loud, huh? <laughs> Jeez. Okay, so, so here's some kind of news. Um, DC and Marvel. Uh, I guess they're 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 big uh, Comic Con staples, but DC will not have a booth this year. But they will have uh, representatives out there to. Uh, talk about DC and DC properties, especially when, uh, right after this merger with uh, Discovery? Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Discovery Plus. Discovery Plus. So we'll probably get to see... Uh, let me pull up news. Let's see. Uh, we'll get to see House of Dragon, uh, the Sandman, the Harley Quinn cartoon. Uh, you know, we're, we're probably going to... I guess you're gonna go, AJ. So they're probably get to see those in Hall H uh, during their their big pre- premiere previews. Uh, also, there's gonna be uh, a bunch of CW shows that they're looking to uh, be might be moving to a different channel because uh, Discovery is also exploring the idea of selling off the CW channel. Yeah. There's a lot of um, a lot well, of movies. DC spent. I read they spent twenty five million dollars on their uh, Comic Con, San Diego. Wait, like for this year? No, in years past. Oh, and so that's why I think the the studios are like, eh, we're not going to go. But it's like you idiots, like. You don't have to spend $25 million. Like, yeah, can... that's like the staple of, of, of all Comic Cons is the actual comic book properties attending and, and you know, meeting the fans. And I, yeah. I think it's also an opportunity for budding artists like the people that we know to have their their portfolio examined. Cause... It's a major slap in the face to fans. And you know what? I think it really shows, um, you know, that what the president of their film you know just left they're in a complete mess with i think i think honestly um if ezra miller were were here stumping for his movie and he was happy and healthy i think they would go i think they're terrified at what's going to be what's going to be coming out the next month that's I true yeah, good, good point i mean the only thing is if they had um, Jason Momoa and Michael Keaton come around. But maybe they're just too scared right now to even do anything like that. They're scared. They are. big. No matter how bad the, the actor is in real life, it's just people are still going to watch it for the sheer fact that they're opening up their multiverse there. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Also, what? think when I read on a separate article that Marvel is going to have uh, Thor Love and Thunder uh, booth or panel at Hall H. 
even though the movie will already be out for, for like three weeks. So at least we get to see maybe. No, that's that's not what I read. I read that Kevin Feige was going to come out and explain, like pretty much give a preview of Phase 5 and what the plans are. Oh, nice. Oh, sweet. Okay. All right. And yeah. Ashton has a question. Are any of you guys going to the con? I will be in attendance. Uh, me, no. No. Uh, I can't go because I used my ticket for last year, <laughs> last November's convention, and now I wasn't able to buy another badge. So, I'll hopefully I'll have some stuff to report when I'm out there. We'll see. Right. Unless I'm in line like always, then <laughs> I won't report anything. Well, that's that's the whole goal <laughs> is to get the excuses and, and and uh, I guess fun your your uh, your trip down there because it is pretty expensive to even be in San Diego. It is. And, yep. All right, and lastly. Our sample shirts have came in. Oh, nice! We have uh, this one, which is has the uh, cultivators of the comic culture on the back. Uh, the front is our our logo. I think we might have to work something out because if you can't see it, but there's there's dots right here if you can barely see it. I think it's the, the way the father was used. I have to. Uh, Change up our, our our PNG file there. Uh, here, there's another one, slightly better fabric, but this one has the just the emblem on the left side. That's the tri blend. I think it's a tri blend. It's pretty light. It's nice, and this one has the uh, we're not influencers. We're we're villains. Oh, that's sick. Uh, the printout looks pretty nice. The teacher quality is great on this one, and I love that. This is this is the one that has my logo on there, which is this red, nice red on the, mi the middle right there, and then again our bigger logo in the back. Let's see what's going. They all seem similar as far as the quality, but I think this one has more breathability since it's lighter fabric. So, okay. Yeah, they're all in our store now, uh, ready to go. Uh, we might have to change a couple of things up, but uh, you know, go ahead and start ordering now. They're the sales live, and we'll link the the Teespring, um, I, I guess, sale uh, here on all our socials. Awesome, cool, man. Uh, um, I'm invited to Jumpman's uh, birthday party in Vegas. So if, nice. Since I'm not going to uh, to San Diego Comic Con, I can probably go to there. There you go. Sweet. There you go. How old is Jumpman turning? Well, him and I were born the same year, so he's turning uh, the Obama year, forty-four. Okay. Big Obama. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Which, um. Which is your birthday is uh one day. After that, that date. One day. I don't. I do. I do his birthday. Yeah, my my what? birthday is. It always falls somewhere around San Diego Comic Con, so it's always always a good good time. Right, the twenty fourth. Twenty six. Twenty six. Twenty fourth is is our other buddy Bruce. Not in July. Oh, July. I think it's. I thought it was April. Well, one of those ones. <laughs> yeah. um, let's move on to our next topic. This is Luke's subject here. He wants to know. Well, you know what, Luke? You go. You. This was your topic. So, uh, why don't you tell everyone what's on your mind? Well, you know, our symbiote is the love of symbiotes dead. Uh, it's crazy. <laughs> I know it seems like a crazy question to ask but check out these prints i just got are they like like metallic or something or are they laminated what other oh, prints uh, no they're in like the plastic holder oh gotcha I, I thought you were holding up albums for a second there but they are um they're signed and sketched by sam de la rosa 
I have my 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 reservations about that guy, man. He's he's writing that that uh, lethal protector too long. What else is he gonna ride? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, well, you, that's his hustle. You can't knock the hustle. Yeah, that's his that's his one trick pony. I mean, yeah, he's he he, he does some great stuff, but man, is that's all you get known for? But I guess I guess if it, if it's hot, then go for it. Um, but it's a lot, you know, Carnage, you can't even sell Carnage books right now. No one's buying Carnage. It, they dropped hard. Uh, yeah, like this book dropped harder than, harder than a rock to the bottom of the ocean. Even if you get a Samba Randy Air Balloon and, and Mark Bagley, you're, you're still not going to get any value out of it then. Nope. Um, nine eights are like below 500 bucks. Crazy. Were, were people really banking hard on the on the Carnage movie to really, you know, sell off right away before? The, oh, so hard! Yeah, it, it was uh, Woody Harrelson, so I mean, everyone expected natural born killers. Woody, you know. I've got a buddy. He had thirty nine point eight CGC nine point eights, and he was holding them all for that movie. How oh, so long has he been holding on? To it? That ended up being a very bad decision. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, how long? I mean, did he buy them like at a high, or has he had them? Because then he's still going to make money if he sold them now. It's not like he's going to lose money if, for slabbing if he bought them early enough. Yeah, but he waited because they were at like twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean, he's going to lose some money, but. Making you know, money, like, bro. You need to sell them there. It's a twelve hundred. He's like, no, I'm gonna wait for the movie, because that twelve hundred was like June, before the October release, and he didn't sell them. Well, Luke, what uh, you're you're tiptoeing around it. So, are you saying that uh, the the love for Simeon is dead, or you the got faith? Carnage is dead. I will say that. Okay. The love for at least Venom and, and the other symbiotes are still alive and, and maybe we'll get a little taste of that on on Thor Love and Thunder because we get to see Thor and then the Necro Sword. You know what? I hope we don't see anybody. I'm tired of all this crap connecting. Just give me a good movie. <laughs> just give me a good movie. Doctor Strange it was just too exhausting. Oh, I rewatched it again this weekend. It was actually. Did it hold up? It hold up. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll watch it. So, so you think that the love for Venom and Carnage is is gone? But is there still Not love for Steve? Carnage? But Venom, Venom still holds up with his first appearance, but not um, not a lot of the back issues, mm-hmm. and the nine eights have definitely come down a lot. I mean, they were like at ten thousand dollars. And now I don't think they're half that. Yeah. Well, the ACM 300s are still holding firm for where they're at. Even yeah, that's all great. Great. yeah. Like I've never seen that thing come down at all. Like, well, it did jump to an insane number. There were some 98 selling for $10,000. I don't think we're going to see that again. But I was thinking the same thing with the, for the first uh, appearance of Morbius. I think that book didn't really drop hard, even though the movie sucked. I, I've yet to see the movie yet. I mean, I, I, I got, I've got the Blu-ray downstairs. I just haven't opened it. <laughs> it is not Morbin time for me yet. <laughs> <laughs> is it going to come on like Netflix or anything? Or no? Uh, it has to go through Stars, which is Sony's uh, um, streaming service. Um, that's oh, not gonna happen. Well. Stars is then it goes through Disney for for their run. Uh, we're not going to see. I'm not signing up for another thing. I'm yeah. not doing Stars. I mean, there's a whole bundle first. I think it was Stars and the uh, and Paramount, right? Or or is, are there to- totally different entities? I don't. Know. Okay. Right. <laughs> um. I already have 1,002 channels on cable that I don't watch and just because I know. of free streaming services. I've got 1,700. I don't even know if I watch five. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's. I think that's the problem with the the good and the bad. There's a gluttony of today's channels, you know. Um, one one channel I watch just for Married with Children reruns, and then I I'm, I'm stuck on True TV every time. Impractical Jokers is on just to play something in the background, and then whenever sports is on, that's one we'll watch during the fall. Yeah, like, yeah. The rest of the channel's TV lineup is, is worthless. Like, um, let me give my thoughts on this love for symbiotes topic here. I don't think I think the love for symbiotes will always be there in general. Now, right now, I think. There's a little bit of fatigue with symbiotes because, you know, Donny Cates' run with Venom had so much hype, you know, with the introduction of Noel. And then during that whole run with Venom, uh, there was a storyline where, like, pretty much everyone had their own symbiote. So everyone's a little, a little tired of it right now. There's a little fatigue to it. But in general, there, it's, oh, it's going to come back. Now, I know that you're, you're you're talking about carnage and how it's dipped. I personally think that that dip will will not last, and it'll slowly go back in price over the years. And maybe if it ever gets introduced again, maybe it might go back up to a really big spike. But I think overall, that's a book that it's never going to be a dollar book. You know. It's always going to have some value, and I think over the long haul, it'll it's always going to be a decent investment, personally. Now, would I buy it right now? I mean, if, if it's – I haven't looked at prices, but if it's dipped – if the 9.8 is now 200 bucks, I, and I don't know, but I might pick up a 9.8 for 200 bucks and, and hold it for a long term, you know? I mean, Luke, do you know how much they're going for right now? Oh, I think 500. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't buy it at that price, but if it dipped to like 200, I, I would definitely put money. Run, you'll probably run about 200 bucks. What did you say? If you get a high grade raw, get that's got to be guaranteed not eight, then it'll probably run you 200 bucks, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've I've been to it all, so. But I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I love Venom just as much as the next guy, and I got tired. I had some fatigue, so I, I have stepped away from, from all that stuff. Uh, and maybe in a couple of years, maybe another writer will come back and like, bring it back to like popularity. You know? Well, yeah. What are your top five? Uh, I guess symbiotes then. Oh yeah. Who, who would you rank? Um, well, it's like it's going to be Venom and then Carnage, and then who are your next three under that? Um, it's not garnering, not getting any value. I mean, the original, like Black Suit Spider Man. So, those are the top three, right? Those are the, the founding fathers, I guess you could say, right? And then anything after that, I would say a symbiote Gwen. And probably a symbiote Miles. I ha I, I don't know if they've done a proper symbiote Miles. Because they've done a symbiote Gwen already. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they've done a proper Miles Morales symbiote. Uh, I think they did. Wasn't it though? There was a. I know that he did get like possessed by the symbiote like during the that whole like. Venom run with uh Kate, but I don't think he had control of it. Okay. So I don't I don't know if there's been a situation where Miles has had the symbiote and had full control. What what so, about you, Luke? Where's uh where, who's your, your top five symbiotes? Oh, I couldn't even name five. I mean Carnage, Venom, Scream, um, Shriek. Toxin, um, anti venom, anti venom. That's such an awful name, though. For a <laughs> yeah. he does look cool, though. Yeah. 
Oh, I mean, yeah, it was awesome. But the name itself, yeah, you can't. I'm trying to think of other ones that aren't just like other characters with a symbiote slapped on them. But like actually original symbiotes with names. Yeah. Um, you know, I do want to say that anytime there's a Hulk symbiote variant, I always pick it up. So <laughs> I, there's a few variant covers with Hulk as a symbiote. I always pick those up because that always looks cool. Is Dylan, though, is he just, he is the Venom, using the Venom symbiote, right? Lasher, yeah, Lasher. Like, who's who's been the best host for the Venom symbiote? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, oh, then there's like, there's like the Space Venom, and then like um, Special Agent Venom. Um, Is Dylan still rocking the mantle in the run right now? Well, I mean, Eddie's still the main character, but he does have a symbiote. And you know what's what I don't like about the the current run is what I mean, and this this always happens, but they everything that was built by Donny Cates and Stegman has been completely erased, like. Even like how the, they changed the look slightly at the end of the Kate's run, where there was like chains on the Dylan symbiote, and the fact that the symbol itself was supposed to be a dragon and not a spider. I don't think they really, you know, kind of changed the, the symbol the way it's supposed to look after the Kate's run. It looks like they, they draw it the way, you know, the old Venom symbol. Yeah. I got your I got your reference, Ashton. Don't worry. I got it. I got it. Dylan, 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 and Dylan. Dylan. Um, to go off your question, Red, and this is one that people don't really uh probably subscribe to, but my favorite person who had the the symbiote, and it was only a short run, was Lee Price. Um, that, that was like back in like 2015. Um, I liked the fact that he had the symbiote and he was able to like control the symbiote. And like, you know, before it was kind of like before that it was almost like the Venom symbiote was controlling Eddie, right? Influencing him. But in the Lee Price run, he was the one calling the shots. So that was what I liked about it. I, I don't think a lot of people read that run, but it, it's actually really good. So well, why, why did it leave uh, Lee Price and to go back to Eddie? Because people were people didn't want change. They wanted Eddie Brock back. So, yeah. you know, but if you actually read the book, um, the if you actually read hit that run with that character, it was it was actually a good read, and I would have wished that they flushed that that out more. Let's see who wrote that run. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to. Oh, was there anything else you you guys wanted to cover on that? Uh, no. uh, how about you, Luke? You put the nail in that coffin. So let's. So to to these um, uh, sum it up, go buy the Carnage book while it's still low. Or I mean, if it hits a certain low, but to me, five hundred is not worth it. It's got to be like two hundred dollars. I'm cheap like that, you know. So if you if you got to, once the recession hits and people are really trying to move, that's when when we got to buy the books. Okay. All right. Buy buy when the Bitcoin is really low. Then. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's talk about uh, last week's season finale, Kenobi. Um, Red, why don't you start it off on what your final on your thoughts of the season finale? Oh, let's see. We we uh we find out uh, we were left off in the last episode. Uh, the uh shoot. I'm trying to remember here. 
Oh, Reva got stabbed by uh, Vader, and now that's where we're left off. Then we pick up where Reva is. She's back on Tatooine hunting down Luke. Uh, and Obi-Wan is in... Where is he at? Oh, yeah. He's in the ship uh, on an escape on route to somewhere with the rest of the passengers. And he leaves the ship in order to keep everybody safe and, and lands on a planet to fight uh, Darth Vader. Um, fight sequence itself was, was, was everything I hoped for, even though it was low budget. Um, but I love the the uh, dichotomy of the fight because it just showed uh, Obi Wan getting his skills back, and yet you know still struggled to, to use them. Uh, with with the Anakin, he, he's still getting used to his robotic body, and you know you saw him finally struggle with it and starting holding this lightsaber with two hands versus the first fight when he was just holding it with his right arm. Uh, and we finally get to see Anakin get the high ground in the fight, but yet only use that opportunity just to throw rocks at Obi-Wan, which I, I find pretty pretty funny. Or, you know, when you want to kill somebody, you go finish them off right, not just tease them, throw rocks at them, and then bounce. Because then... You know, you don't finish the job. That guy's bound to come back. Uh, and the, well, to uh, to be fair though, he thought that his force powers weren't strong enough to repel the rocks. So. No, if you want revenge for the guy who just cut off your arms and legs, you, you're gonna you're gonna do it right. Not just throw rocks at the man. If your your hate for this man is deep, you're gonna do everything you can to to maim him. You know, it's the, not deep though. It is it, deep. It's the hate is deep. He thinks it's deep, but it's not because he still has love for him. He calls him master still. He's still yeah, yeah, you're right. So about you, that. Can't, you can't have love for someone and still call him master. Well, then we also to follow up with that is the way uh Obi-Wan had described it in episode four that it was Darth Vader who killed Anakin Skywalker, which then gets um confirmed here where Anakin says that says that. What happened? That's what really happened, and it didn't. And it wasn't Obi Wan that killed him. It was it was Darth Vader. So it, it was it was a great uh, retcon, I guess, for that for that that quote. And you know, I, I think everybody was mad at Deborah Chow for for building up a story and being so slow for the last five episodes. But the payoff for this for this one really paid off for me. Okay, so what what would your grade be for the for the episode? Nine six. What would your grade be for this the episode and the show overall? Uh, the episode's nine six. The show overall nine two. Wow, nine it's two. pretty Story high for the show. Right, what what about you, Luke? Uh, your volume is. Oh yeah, we is can't it... hear you at all. Are you muted? I'm talking to John. There it is. It's making Moses Ingram a villain was a mistake. She she plays a great protagonist, but she's bad at playing the villain. Like if you look at her Instagram, she's got like a thousand yard smile, like she's very affable she can win people you know what i mean mm-hmm. like I, I she, think that was the whole point though was to to have her turn villain in order to to uh kill anakin and i was like she was always fighting that that side of her going to the dark side well i don't even think she bad. was fighting it. i think she was suppressing it to to get close to to close yeah. to vader but i think that i think that was kind of the whole point especially with vader saying Controlling his emotions or not being able to control his emotions and being just so blind to everything. And, but the five seconds where Obi-Wan actually got his powers back, it's kind of like, okay, this is awesome. But um, the rest of the series, not for me. 
<laughs> wow. All right. So, <laughs> so what's your grade on the last episode and the show overall then? Well, I just, I mean, come on. They're say he's saving Leia again. And they took two episodes, no, three episodes to save Leia. I, I hear like, your frustration. I get it. I get it. Like, why are they saving Leia? She, I didn't, I didn't know she was that much of a handful when she was younger. I guess so. That's, I, they're probably that's why they're establishing that story now. Like to get close to Obi Wan, you have to be saved. Or shit, he had to save her twice. Um, my overall grade on the show would be the show as a whole would be a six zero for me. Ooh. The last one though would be a nine zero. Wow, six zero. That's that's rough, rough. I know it was rough for me. Would you give a second chance on on the second season? Yeah, I'll give it a second. I'll watch all the Star Wars series, but okay. I mean, I sat through I sat through the you know the college freshman scooter gang with the. <laughs> that, that was pretty bad. That was bad. That was yeah, bad. Yeah. Down the road. What if what if Robert Rodriguez directed one of the the Kenobi episodes? Would that really drop the score for you? Oh man. I mean, they should just have uh, what's her name, Bryce Dallas Howard, just hi hire her to direct every Star Wars episode. They um, even had they had Hussein. Um, I forget his last name, but an Academy Award-winning writer who was writing the script, and they fired him and brought in he Oxford-educated, one of the best script writers in the world, to write Kenobi. They fired him in 2020. And brought in just some white guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it's not Shakespeare. It's Star Wars. It's not Scorsese. It's not. It's my Shakespeare, Red. It's my I mean, Shakespeare. Star Wars. If you if you look back on the trilogy, it was somewhat Shakespearean when you think about it, right? Yeah, the speech wise, yes, yes. The storytelling, no. But you know, I, I'm, I'm liking the parallels between every every movie and show. So they're at least establishing that. Yeah. Um, Something else. It's nice. I, I would have to say that my, my thoughts are in a little between the both of you guys. Um, overall, I'll just do an overall grade. No, 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 don't skip out on the, on the episode grade. No, I'll do an overall first, though. Overall grade, I would say I would give it an eight, and I would give this final episode uh, I would say nine four. Nine and, four. Okay. Yeah. And I liked I actually liked the lightsaber battle, and I liked how I don't know if it was me or if maybe I was overthinking it because when Obi Wan is telling Anakin. That he's sorry. Was Anakin trying to tell, like, trying to, like, in a way, say it's not your fault. This is my fault. This is my burden. Did you? Was that the feeling you got, or was he just saying you didn't kill Anakin? I did. Like, was there like a like almost kind of like? No, he, doesn't want, he doesn't want Obi Wan to take credit for killing him. Because oh, that's how you took it. That's all hubris. So that's how you took it then? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I kind of felt like there was like there was a part of his humanity coming out telling Obi-Wan, like, listen, like you don't have to feel bad about my situation. This was all me. I kind of felt there was a little bit of that. You could say that too, but that it's mostly his hubris talking. It maybe just to make himself feel good that that's why he turned to Darth Vader was uh, he wanted this. He, he wanted yeah, maybe it was a little bit of both then. Yeah. Well, more of that because he wanted to save Padme from dying, which in turn he actually killed her. Yeah. That's what do you think? Man? That is a low score. Yeah, it's a low score. Two, did, two and a half out of, out of five. So that's half. Wow. Did you catch any of that, Luke? When uh, he, when Anakin was telling uh, Kenobi that it's not your fault. I mean, what were your thoughts on that? 
I think he really was trying. I think he was just um, wanting to rub it in. Because I think he really thought he was just going to kill him right there. So he wanted to make him feel as much as he could before he killed him. Maybe. Maybe yeah, maybe a little bit of everything, I guess. I mean, I like the fact that they they explained the scars on, on the top of his head and the scars on his cheek. You know, that that was good. Well, according to Ashton, uh, there was a callback to with his helmet getting smashed by Ahsoka and Clone Wars. So do you think in the Ahsoka series that we get to see a replay of that, or they're actually going to redo those scenes in order for them to show us some live action? Wait, wait, say that again? Okay, so on, on the Clone Wars series, we had, we saw the fight between Ahsoka and, and Darth Vader. Yeah. And she broke the other side of the helmet. Um, are we going to see that in the, the Ahsoka live action do a whole replay or a refilm of that whole scene with her her fight. I mean, I would love to see that because that would be that would be nice to see that live action. Um, whether or not they, you know, whether or not Filoni wants to revisit that scene, I mean, that's on them. But I I wouldn't mind seeing that scene because that that's when uh, Ahsoka finds out that Vader is Anakin. So it would be nice to see that you know Rosario Dawson show that emotion like in real life mm -hmm. okay so uh, we're, well assuming that we already saw two versions of ahsoka here uh post return of the jedi and what was the other actually no that's that's it that's re post return of the jedi so are we gonna see a continuation of that or do we get to see a ahsoka post revenge of the jedi Ooh. No, Revenge of the Wait, Revenge of the Jedi. Which Revenge one is of the that? Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Oh. Um we are going to see Revenge of the Sith because everything's taking place I believe before um New Hope. Because he they at this point um they're going back and they are they're going to look for Ezra and I think Thrawn's going to appear too. So it all happens prior to um you hope. Okay. okay. But I mean, the weird thing is, I don't know if you guys watched all of Rubber, but the theory is that because um, Thrawn and um, Ezra are missing right now, there was a, uh, a theory that, now I don't know how much it's going to be true, but there could be a time travel theory. Like they went into the future. And their search for both of them goes into the future. Now, I don't know how much that's true because, you know, that would be a little, t I mean, it's a sci-fi movie, so anything can happen, you know, but. We've never seen a time travel portion of Star Wars ever. Yeah, yeah. So, for each series, yeah, though. Yeah. Yeah, they we're jumping in time in each series, but this is an actual, like, legit time travel or i've also heard the fact that when when ezra and thrawn come on to this show they'll be older as if they 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 went and aged like they're they aged 10 years but when they come back it's only been like a few months like some some sort of mystery like that now i, I don't know what what's actually going to happen but those are the theories that i've heard well, it's a terrible idea, according to Ashton. <laughs> but anything can happen in, in, in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, we don't, we don't know. I don't think Filoni's going to do that because I, I don't think he would want to do that. Um, but, I mean, that those are the two, two, two of the theories I've read or I've seen online. Yeah, regardless and, of so and, and According to Endgame, tra time travel has already been explained where it's not linear. There's always branches of time where you're, you're not going to affect the future of the past at all. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, yeah, the show was overall pretty disappointing, I would say. Do you think they're going to make, they're going to continue making Kenobi the series, or are they going to just put it out in movies? 
Because they're going to use McGregor again. They're going to use you and McGregor. They're going to write this horse is dead. But long form storytelling is better than episodic television. You can't squeeze all that in in a two and a half hour movie. So you're going to need. What would you guys? Yeah, Go ahead, so Brad. You're going to need the six to eight episodes to, to, to really establish the story, or if because you're going to end up cutting more corners and cutting more story out of the out of the whole vision of the director and the writer would just make it into a movie and then do it in three parts because there's got a, there's a lot of storytelling to be told. Right. What do you think about the um, one thing that we didn't touch base on was the um, Qui-Gon ghost. I mean, it was a little too too late for that, I thought, right? Oh, it was never too late. He was always there. I'm glad he at least made an appearance, but... Yeah, yeah he didn't look like Ra's al Ghul. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of felt like it was a little too forced at this point, like, you know... And it was a little cheesy, like, yeah, come on, we've got another mission, you know? It's like, you know that, so you know what does that, that mean? Doing. What does that mean? Is he going to be on future episodes, or is he going to be in the in the movies again, or or what, you know? He's going to be a Force Ghost, like 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 a um, like the original guy who played Kenobi. You know, that he, there's always going to be that master student um, dichotomy there. So in order to to get Obi-Wan where he is now to where he is going to be in episode four. Um, Qui-Gon's going to need to teach him how to how to, how to to learn how to become a, a Force ghost. You, 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 your theory is that Qui-Gon is going to teach Obi-Wan to be a Force ghost? What, yes. what you just said? Yes. There's already been alluded to in, in, in the Revenge of the Sith because it was Quiet guy that talked to Yoda to let him know that hey, I'm back. I'm here to teach. And and at least we finally can all agree that he let Vader win. Yes. In, in order for him to complete the 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 the, the, the I guess the transition to his into a Force Ghost because with yeah. Yoda dying, it just he just disappeared. Because even even when when Vader swiped the the lightsaber at him, he disappeared. He didn't he didn't get cut and then died. So he, he needed the visual the the visual to let Luke know that you know he's gone. So that's why he just disappeared right when Vader swiped at him. Right. Okay. It's the extra push to get him to where he needs to be, as far as like his force powers are go. Right, right. All right. Well, I think we've covered everything we wanted to cover on the Kenobi season finale. It was nice and to see. It was nice to see Qui Gon there at the end. It was nice. What did you say? It was nice to see Qui Gon at the end, though. It's it's like seeing it was nice. Friends. That was enjoyable. Yes. Okay. I thought it was a little cheesy, but that's just me. <laughs> what was cheesy was when Anakin was having nightmares and and. I think it was on Revenge of the Sith where Qui Gon had like a little, had a little line in there, telling him no while he was killing uh, the Sand People. Uh, I don't remember that, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, is there anything else we need to cover tonight? Or are we good? Uh, no, no. Uh, unless you want to cover Miss Miss Marvel. Um, I'm not watching it, watch so that. not really. Yeah, I'll do it for you, man, because I highly enjoyed that episode as well. It was nice. It, it's giving me a teeny bopper feels to it. It's the, it was it was nice. Like I say. All right. Well, there you, you got it from Red. Uh, if you're watching, or if you haven't watched it, give it a chance. And maybe I'll give it a chance now that there's nothing on Disney Plus to watch. So maybe now might be the time for me to catch up on that show. So we'll see. Yeah. All right. So we're our homework for next week. Well, actually, well, actually, next week Luke's gonna be in town or in California, and also we're gonna get uh, Thor: Love and Thunder that weekend. Yes. And uh, what am I missing here? I, yeah, that's 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 all on the docket right now. 
Yeah, well, Thor Love and Thunder is in for another two weeks, so. Um, yeah, we, we, that's not for another, the, the weekend of July 8th, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, that's not, that's, that's Yeah, same weekend as, uh, as, as Luke coming here. He's coming to Sacramento first. Yeah. So we'll, we'll find something out there when you get into town. All right, cool. All right, guys. Um, well, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back on Monday for another episode. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Stay right, cool. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Seedless Villains Podcast, your cultivators of the comic culture. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and email us at seedlessvillains at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail or text us at 209-975-7597. Be sure to join Luke Week's Facebook group, Rare Keys and First Appearance Comics. And you can follow us on our two Instagram accounts, Sealess Villains and Sealess Villains Podcast. Lastly, follow the villains on their separate IG accounts, at Luke Weeks, at Sealess Villainous Red, at Sealess E-Man, and I am at AJ the Comic Collector. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next episode.